0: Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Join Nate and Kate as they take, oftentimes, big ideas and make them practical for everyday life. This is the Between Sundays podcast with Nate and Kate Thompson. Hey, welcome to Between Sundays with Nate and Kate. Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Nate Thompson, with my lovely wife here, Katie Thompson. That's me. Guys, today we're going to talk about this idea, simple, but it's conversation starters. Uh, we're going to look at the ideas Is like, are you a, are you good at talking to people? How do you engage with your family, friends, and coworkers? And today we're going to talk about just that simple art of conversation. We're going to look into three ideas, which is listening, sharing, and asking good questions.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. Um, And the reason we want to talk about this is because all of our relationships need communication and conversation to keep them alive. Many of our topics we've talked about on the Between Sundays podcast so far, they really depend on our ability to talk and communicate at some level, whether it was sharing the gospel or talking about discipleship or um, even taking communion, those kinds of things. So forming relationships allows us to foster community and even share the gospel. How about that?
0: Dude, it's, it's important. I think it's just funny to realize when you really like step in just the, the thought for the next, you know, 20 minutes or so, just conversation starting. Mm-hmm. It can be such an awkward thing, especially when you're aware of the idea, you get in a new environment or whatever, and it always just falls into just that superficial, how is the weather Right idea? Like, is it cold enough for you? It's always going to be cold enough. So well, yeah.
1: it, and what from what I've read, people do desire to have some deeper conversations. So, there was a study that came out from the University of Arizona. Their findings appeared to suggest that not only do people enjoy substantial conversations and they make us happier, but that also having too much small talk in your life could damage your well-being. That's
0: brain damage, dude,
1: isn't that crazy? So people really do desire to have um, some depth in their conversations,
0: yeah. I think there's it's intimidating at some point, so like want to like put yourself out there.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So first thing we want to hit on is being a good listener. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have conversations with people, it's not all about talking. It's also a good portion about listening. I agree. They say that God gave us two ears.
0: One pie hole. <laughs> so do the math, people.
1: That's right. So... Um, do you think that you're a good listener, Nate?
0: You know, no. <laughs> I think people would say I like to hear myself talk a lot. I... I'm one of those people.
1: Okay, yep. You
0: can feel that.
1: I can feel it. I, I
0: think... do. No, I can be. I, I can be a good listener. I am. I've gotten better at it. Can I say that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Do you? Can you think of someone in your mind where when you think of this person, you're like, that person is a really good listener?
0: Dude, yeah. I think it's Chad. And All right. Chad, we we would go and get breakfast, and then we would just talk and share ideas and whatever. And he would just remember things from like months prior that I might have said or something. He's just he's just a good listener.
1: What do you? So the fact that he just would remember things, do you think feel like that made him a good listener, or could you like tell when you were talking that he was just listening to you?
0: That he was there. He's present. Like that to me is like I. He was a present person. Right. Like, he was there to be there. Uh, that's what I just obviously appreciated about them.
1: Mm-hmm. I what about fr- you? Yeah, I have a friend, Lydia. I think she's a great listener. Lydia? Yeah, you know Lydia. Lydia. She's, she's just... She's a
0: sweet pea. Yeah,
1: you can tell she's listening with her eyes. <laughs> 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 and her ears. That's
0: a thing, right? Listen with I your face. I think
1: so, yeah. Like she is. She's paying attention to what you're saying. And she's the same way. Like she'll bring up something and... Like I was, I was saying something a while ago about how I was, I liked spicy food because I was having a hard time tasting things. Like, mm-hmm. and um, she asked me the other day, like, "So are you still liking spicy foods more than like bland foods?" It was, and it took me a second to like register. Yeah, like, Why are you asking me that? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but like, it was I don't because know something I told what her. What do you want to know about me? And then afterwards, I was like, "That is so thoughtful that she asked that." So yeah, I, she's somebody I think about when I think of somebody that's who is a good listener. Yeah. When I think about being a good listener, I can't help but think about this book. I did the audiobook a couple of years ago. It was called The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. Have you heard of that before?
0: I've heard of you having it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about you reading it.
1: Um well it's it's really like a famous very popular book. I think mostly like in leadership circles and but it applies to life and there's one thing that he talks about specifically with regard to listening. Mm-hmm. Um and it's the habit number 5 in his book, Stephen Covey. I think mm-hmm. that's how you say his name.
0: Do you happen to have that?
1: his book or the quote the quote yeah i do have it it's about empathetic i'm sorry it's about empathic listening so it's you seek first to understand then to be understood in empathic listening you listen with your ears but you also and more importantly listen with your eyes and with your heart you listen for feeling for meaning you listen for behavior you use your right brain as well as your left brain you sense you intuit and you feel so i think that um and another thing that he says is that while most people do not listen with the intent to understand they listen with the intent to reply
0: yeah guilty yeah i been, i am there i do better now maybe because i'm in my 40s i'm 41 maybe i'm better at it but man are we all guilty of that like somebody says something in the conversation and you quit listening to them because you're like oh i've got something i'm gonna say something awesome right now
1: yeah i tried at one point i tried because i wanted to be less of an interrupter so i would try to like make a note like literally if somebody was saying something and i thought of something so that just i pull wanted pull out a
0: notebook and
1: no i would pull out my phone and i would just make a little note because i wanted to make sure we got back around to it because i wanted them to be able to finish their thought but then what if they never got back around to what I wanted to say? Which now it sounds very selfish that I would do like, that.
0: I uh, actually had something so important to say. I wrote it down while you were talking. Well, um, it, here it is.
1: I don't do that anymore. It didn't turn out to be didn't one of my out. best didn't. ideas. But... <laughs> But it was my. It was. It that's, was a, Hey,
0: it's a start.
1: It was. I was trying to be trying. a better listener. Was the reason I did it. And man, so I feel like it awesome. also is. So it takes the so whole much time.
0: They're probably thinking, why is she on her phone? She's not even listening to what I'm saying. And you're like, oh, I was. I listened to that one part.
1: Totally defeats the purpose. But now I'm
0: gonna like, I'm gonna reach back and touch. I'm just gonna touch on that again. Right when you quit talking,
1: instead of just going where the conversation is taking you.
0: That's awesome. That's hard to do, Kate. I think if somebody says something that you want to speak to, like right now, I just am doing it to you. So go ahead. What were you saying? (laughs) I'm listening. All ears.
1: (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, now I'm picturing you all ears. Just
0: one giant ear ear. over here.
1: Okay. What I was going to say was how many, like when he is saying that in the habits of highly effective people, Mm -hmm. it just seems like there are a lot of steps. Like you would have to think about listening and I don't. Feel like we want it to be that intentional. We just want it to be so natural, so we don't actually take time to think. Okay, how is this person feeling? Like what made them feel this way? Um, What is their body language also telling me? Like you don't.
0: Like you have a checklist, and like uh, you're just like, okay, there. I'm going to lean in right now. So you don't want it to be take
1: too much effort. Yeah,
0: I think it's practicing listening takes practice. I bet you, whoever here has a kid. You could practice on your kid because you want them to not be talking a lot of the times. They're like talking so much. You're like, we already, you got to stop. Yeah. So maybe that's a good practice point of just listening to your child because they're going to forgive you if you're just like, they love you so much. (laughs) You got, you got room for error practicing there. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to practice listening on Bear because he, he'll tell you a story for days.
1: Oh yeah, he'll start that thing over five times before yeah. he gets to
0: the the start of the it. The
1: heart of what he's trying to say. He's got
0: a pre prequel I to the it. sequel. I love
1: it. I love it. Okay, so when we're listening in our lives mm-hmm. to people who around us, our friends, kids, strangers, coworkers, whoever, I think that it is important because relationships are important to God. Like he puts us in community, he wants us to be able to share the good news with people and also, even just talking to people about like, I okay, so I brought this idea up yesterday. I don't know if this fits in exactly. So
0: Let's find out. welcome
1: to our world, Go people. Ahead. But just thinking about even like we make sharing the gospel a thing we do with only non-believers. But if we're talking about the gospel all the time in our lives, it's not like this like special circumstance with like oh, this person doesn't believe in God. I'm going to share the gospel with that. Yeah, them.
0: it's like selling a vacuum to somebody. Right. You're like, okay, what's that line I'm supposed to lead in with?
1: Yes. Yeah, that line.
0: That line. <laughs> Remember the pastor said, start with this line. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. Yeah. But that, I think, speaks even to the idea that when life you start, in, when you bring your life and incorporate it in with with God and god incorporated into your life and you do start you have dinners with friends and you instead of talking about the weather you start by asking hey what do you think about that on sunday when they said this this or this or hey i was listening to this podcast these this couple man they're amazing nate and kate was and they just (laughs) talked about you know you just bring up points of life that can the gospel be talked about but yes more often doing that with our friends
1: that's what i mean and when we make that part of our conversations with everybody it's not this like high pressure large scenario when we're used to listening and we're used to talking about the lord and bringing him into our conversations it's not a high pressure thing of like it's just who we are it just becomes part of how we talk and part of our language so
0: thanks for being here with between sundays Don't forget to rate the podcast and share your feedback here or online at myhopefm.net. That
1: kind of leads into talking about sharing. Share it. So listening, sharing. Sharing. Two parts of a conversation, listening, talking. There it is. Bam.
0: You're welcome, people.
1: So um, there's a balance when you're sharing. because yeah, you don't want to be an oversharer. <laughs> but you also don't want to be somebody who's never vulnerable and doesn't yeah. share anything personal about what's like happening just in a their life.
0: Rock laying in the grass.
1: It's hard to connect with a rock. It is. It is. There just there's not a lot of expression.
0: Right, but then you I mean, the oversharer is like a bowl of water. That's going to get everywhere. It you is. You got to dial yeah. it down, people. Yeah.
1: But in all honesty, there are times when both are appropriate like yeah. you need to be able to share you need to be able to be vulnerable and then sometimes you got to read the room right but let me back up for a second so do you think that you are good at making conversation
0: no I'm not and i'm I'm working on it but I've been um do I want what's the word um you know like uh when the like law enforcement or people they say they like uh, look into at somebody and they they pay them for that. What is that called? Come on, help me out here.
1: Oh, profiling. Yes,
0: I've been profiled as a good conversation starter because I'm I'm loud, little, usually. Again, like to hear myself talk, so people are like, "Oh yeah, put put this guy in there. He'll get that party no. going." No, I won't. I don't. I'm not great at that. I I'm, know. And I've been profiled, and I want to say it i don't appreciate it people
1: not all extroverts are good at making small talk
0: no they're good at uh being this like obnoxious
1: maybe the center of attention yeah insecure a ham, like <laughs> a lot of
0: things come along with it <laughs> i mean yeah we're gonna put ourselves out there but it might not make sense
1: so i would say if you were to ask me i would say i'm pro- i'm decent you know at what? making let, conversations let me,
0: let me just ask you are you good at making conversations
1: I think I am. I
0: think you're great at it.
1: I think it comes from the awkwardness that I don't want to feel.
0: I know where it comes from. I know exactly where it comes from. Where? Work in the lobby.
1: Oh no, Dude, you did not. From, yes,
0: I did. Work in the lobby at Chase Bank when you were a personal banker <laughs> and you had to go out and just talk to random weirdos coming into Oh,
1: I get don't checkbook know. Balanced. I don't know if they still do that.
0: Nobody's doing that anymore. Okay. They're shutting down branches, but you were the original like, Hey, how's the weather? Is it cold enough for you? No, there like, was a
1: script. Yes. We had to follow the script. And the thing is, I had to do that on my job interview. Uh, I had to, it was part of the interview. Yeah, yeah. Chase. It was crazy. So, yeah, Well, they're a leader
0: in banking, I can tell you that. I think you're
1: right because I'm not naturally super extroverted, but I think I'm decent at making conversation because I've had jobs that have required me to be outgoing. Yeah. They just, so you learn how to talk about things. You learn how to.
0: Create conversation. Create it. Yeah. I'm I'm better at it at work now. I mean, there's times at work where, with patients, you're locked in for 20, 30 minutes with this person, just staring at them, ain't leaving.
1: Which is weird because you make conversation, I feel like, out of a better spot almost. Mine is out of fear. I fear the awkwardness that happens (laughs) if there is no conversation taking place.
0: I can embrace awkward. You. I don't mind it.
1: I feel like you almost challenge, yeah, you challenge the awkwardness. You're just like, bring it stare at each
0: other, it's like, who's gonna talk first, you or me? (laughs) I have increased the idea. Remember when I'm going to, we'll bring up this idea. I talked to you about when somebody asked me what's new.
1: Right. Okay. So this to me was profound.
0: Well, you're welcome.
1: And I really, I love this. Go ahead and share it.
0: Okay. I was at work one day and we have reps that come in. They work with us um, in different procedures, different devices, whatever we're doing with the heart. They've got people that come in. Anyways, a rep. I'm friends with them all. They're all coming in and out. And one randomly asked me one day, What's new? And it's classic. That's a classic conversation. Yes. Starter and Ender. I everyone, would
1: say I would say, Oh, not much. How about you? What's new with you?
0: Nothing, man. Just just living life.
1: Bam. Conversation it's ends. Over.
0: He says, What's new? And I just told him. I'm like, Well, we're starting these uh some I'm calling them table dinners, having people over for dinner. And we have like these questions that everybody all knows about, and they're going to like answer them. And I shared with him, I'm like, I'm doing a podcast with a friend, Ethan, you know, we're doing that. And you can download it wherever you listen to your podcast. And I just started telling him everything. I was like, I wrote a book. That's new.
1: Did he seem interested? He was
0: like, what? Like it was, there was this moment where he was just like, why are you telling me these, all this stuff? Like, one, why do you have all this stuff that seemed like I had a lot going on? But I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, You just asked me what's new and these are the things that are new. And then I was kind of like, honestly, no joke, a little bit like gun shy about it because I was like putting myself out there with like, oh, I wrote a book and I feel cheesy telling people about the book I wrote, even though I want people to read it. So there's that factor, just my own like imposter syndrome that I was dealing with. But I did it. And then I just started doing it all the time. And it was just Crazy funny to me because I'm like, if you're asking, I'm telling you, man.
1: The weird thing about that is, all you're doing, <laughs> all you're doing is answering their question. I know, and it's such a novel idea. But because, we don't want to do it. No, and and it, sometimes maybe you are in a hurry, or I, I think we um, project what we think they want, so we don't think they actually want to know. Yeah, what's new? But the reality is like. If we can't talk about something meaningful, what are we doing? What are we like doing like yeah, that's not a re- that's not a relationship. It's 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 not going anywhere. It's not going to grow if we don't eventually say something that has a little more substance. Yeah.
0: And that speaks to the for me when you're saying that it speaks to the sh- oversharing or undersharing. Yes. The reading the room because when I would start talking about something even with even with friends at work, we're in the break room and something comes up. There's there's moments where I'm like I'm gonna do a deep dive on all of you guys right now. And I'm the only one wearing a wetsuit. Like this is gonna get crazy. Yeah. If I go this far. So reading the room is just super important, but I think just the willingness to like get over yourself and just wonder that you would actually want to know. Like if I ask somebody what's new and they started telling me, I would wanna hear it. I'd be like, oh, neat. They're they're telling me something. Right. So if you go into the conversation that what if, just what if somebody actually wanted to know something about you? Like it makes you one, feel better as a person and realizing they do, the people do. Genuinely, the majority, 99% of the people are not uh, out to get you. They want to care, they want to know what's going on. So getting over yourself I think is a big a big deal that no, you, you have value and you have something to share. Even if it is, you know, Me and Bear, we made a maze in the yard through the snow. It sounds like useless and pointless to a lot, but it creates a conversation. No, that's what I did yesterday. Me and my son took like two hours plowing the snow in our yard with shovels, making a maze, and then we tried to play tag in it. And that was
1: yeah. And then the conversation can continue. It's not just over and done, and Mm. you move on to the next interaction or stay in your own head or whatever. You get you get some connection there.
0: The one thing, can I say one thing about oversharing too? Yes. I think there have been times where like the conversation needed it. It it wanted it. <laughs> as much as it didn't, and I know I know to put what myself you're saying. out there, what I would I'm I, I don't wanna this is gonna I don't know how this is gonna come off, but I'm gonna say that there's been times where I felt like because of the learned how I've learned to be a little bit more confident in just sharing what's going on in my life, it's allowed me to recognize times where I might have to put the pillar under this to hold the weight of it because they're not gonna and I'm willing to do that and I'm willing to put myself out there on a subject that they might not return on and it's just but you know who knows four months one month a week a year later that may come back around and I, I put some foundation under that just because of the confidence of I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be willing to do it I've learned that
1: I think sometimes the conversations call for that. So there was a time we did a a dinner with people and we had like certain questions we were going to answer. We call them table dinners. And it was like deep questions. So we said, if you want to come to this dinner, these are the questions that are on the table right now. And it would be like deep stuff. So they would know if they were coming to this dinner, they were in for some conversation. Like
0: examples for you guys to reference was like, what do you imagine is going to happen to you when you die? Um, yes. What is your current belief of God? What like those were like? Uh, is they 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 were just having they would people would submit their own questions. It was awesome. And it is people, awesome when we do. People that. People
1: came. They yeah. desired that. They wanted to talk a little bit more about those things. So it was kind of the expectation was set, which was great. But kind of the point of what I'm talking about is like you told people. People were like, what are you doing this weekend? So at work, you'd be able to say, well, I'm having people over for this dinner. We're going to feed them and we're going to talk about these deep topics. Oh
0: Gosh, my I love my coworkers. They're so funny. And so they renamed it Dinner for Schmucks, which they I know they want one. They want a Dinner for Schmucks. They want me to have them over so we can have crazy conversation. And I'm I'm, I'm down with that. So we're going to figure that out. But because, like you said, because I shared that idea, and shared just life with them, they, and my friends who don't come to that or aren't in certain circles or like, um, things of life outside of work, they're gently invested in it. They know what's going on with it, where I would come back on a Monday morning to work and we're not even in the labs yet. And they're like, dude, how was dinner for schmucks? What'd you, what'd you guys come up with for, uh, you know, whatever answer, whatever question. Yeah. I remember the one was about the serial killer. Right. Somebody said what did you guys think?
1: Yeah. Do you think that Dahmer went to heaven?
0: Yeah. So we did like a whole everybody in the room, and that was the one beautiful thing about these table dinners was it's established that you're there you have room and grace to just present your thoughts and nobody is allowed to like bash you and come at you and, and it's just it's just throwing it into the into the circle for everybody to see so
1: well that question had such a deeper meaning too, Yeah, it where it was far. it was talking about the idea of forgiveness and redemption and true repentance and things like that so talking about that question then when your coworkers were like hey what did everybody think happened with that question on mm-hmm. Monday morning there you are talking kind of about Dahmer but also really talking about the greater issue of Jesus and yeah. what
0: like, what does that look like? And that, I remember that, that morning, we sat around for, I mean, don't tell upper management, we were 50 minutes talking out. Like, I sh- I'm like, do you guys want to, this is, these are some of the answers you want to hear them. And this was my answer. And so they're like, yeah. So we're just going right into it. And my answers generally pull from the gospel. Like, it's pretty rare in these table dinners and those things that I did wasn't,
1: you weren't like, just giving your opinion. Yeah. I
0: don't, yeah. Cause so it just created so much like fun, weird conversation. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think too, being oversharing, like there's sometimes I feel so I'm a stay at home mom right now looking for a job, but everybody's hiring.
0: Anyway. and she's pretty good.
1: <laughs> um, so, your resume bear is mm-hmm. 11. So, there are some things you don't really. Like there are some things going on in our life that we're not super open about with our 11 year old. We don't lie to him, but like I had a surgery recently, and um, we didn't not tell him what was going on, and he knew everything that was going on, But afterwards, I was kind of struggling through some stuff, and I was like a little emotional one day. And so he he caught on to the fact, which he hardly ever catches on to Gross. anybody's emotions. But he was like, "Mom, what is wrong?" And sometimes I think even with our kids, we don't want to share, like we're not vulnerable. So people could look at that as like oversharing, like, well, you don't want your kids to worry about you or something. But in that moment, I felt like, you know what, I'm going to tell him what Uh I'm actually feeling right now, because I think it's appropriate at this moment that I do share a little more with him, not because I want him to worry or be um, concerned about me, but just so he knows, like, I don't want him to think like, wow, I never knew my mom and dad struggled or anything. And sometimes having that little bit of extra vulnerability, it gives you it gives you the chance to talk about some more real things and then follow up on those things.
0: Yeah. And to recognize if somebody's asking you a question about a certain thing, there's a level that they are capable of handling.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I
0: can relate that when I worked in the ICU asking somebody a question and he's like, oh, I don't think you're ready for that. And I was like, Well, I'm asking the question, which means I have some general understanding of the pathophysiology of this idea. Like go as far as you can and I'll let you know when I'm it's not making sense to me. But sure. I love that you sh- like kept bearing the loop with that kind of stuff, especially if he's asking, that's important.
1: Yeah. So talking, listening one other thing we wanted to hit on is asking good questions. Good
0: questions. So,
1: good questions are appropriate for relationships, especially in those times when you want to keep something going because you want to get to know people. But it's like, what are we going to talk about? Like, where yeah. asking good questions definitely guides your conversation. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk more about the weather. You're going to be a gossip and talk about other people. You're going to talk about what the Lord is doing. Yeah. I think asking good questions kind of gets you gives you some direction
0: and I think there's practice to that
1: there is because
0: there's when you have a good question to me it generally has some type of depth to it that you have to be willing you have to be willing to answer that question as well so that's how I view it like if I'm going to ask somebody a question like I I think of like I don't know Sharon Brad or um Ethan and Lydia whoever whatever when we're getting together and we're chatting there's times there's like you ask like we just go deep and it's just funny it's fun but you have to be willing to answer that question as well.
1: You do. So, so it takes some practice. We wanted to just come up with some good question conversation starters. Oh, we got some. So let's burn through these real quick. They're intense. I want to tell you, when we were researching good questions to ask, we came across some really weird ones. I had
0: my list. The I had some, and Kate was like, those aren't, that's not, you can't. That's how do not, you even get to that question? I was like, "I don't know. I just found it on the on the on the line.
1: They're wild, yeah, okay, so let's say you have an acquaintance, someone you just see here and there, run into in the hallway at work, whatever. Uh, what are some questions you're gonna say? What'll be a couple things you're gonna start conversation with
0: uh, i I'm, I'm gonna am I answering this yeah uh, how is how' your drive into work today
1: that's that's a good one. Thanks. It's better than like, how are you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: If this is, I guess, somebody I'm just meeting to, you know, one, here's one I lead in with and it it scares people. Maybe it is too much of a question. I'll just be like, tell me, tell me about you. I want to hear what's your story, man. How'd you get here? How are we here standing and talking today? Like okay. I just go all in sometimes. I'm too much.
1: That might be when you have a little more time. Is that too. what it is? I don't. Yeah, you've got to have time to listen to that. You can't well, just be like, oh, yeah, No, I, I
0: don't. I ask it usually. <laughs> I'll I'll ask that as I'm leaving the room. <laughs> That's where I like to leave that. Yeah, that one you want to have, be able to sit down a little bit with.
1: All right. So you got an acquaintance. Maybe you say, hey, how hey. long have you lived around here? What do you,
0: yeah? How'd you get here, man?
1: How's your driving today? Okay.
0: <laughs> how about a coworker?
1: Some real winners here. Yeah,
0: we're helping you guys out so much right co-worker. now.
1: Coworker. Let's say you're a nurse. So how'd you, say that? how'd you get into nursing?
0: That's a great question. Um, I, I use that question when I mean, we have new hires in the. Well, yeah, that's one of mine um what do you like about this job how'd you end up how'd you end up in this like hospital or in this uh whatever i don't know department department
1: specific location or whatever yeah. okay those are good those are good now when you get into your closer friends questions will look different yeah. so maybe you get more like what did you do this week um what's the
0: worst thing you've ever smelled
1: <laughs> don't let that be
0: you want to lead with that one guys <laughs> what is the
1: worst You're, thing you've ever smelled yeah Um, and you have to be prepared to answer it.
0: Yes. So yeah, no, these are, let's get back on track. Um, this one I like, is there anything new you want to try? I love that question. I had a friend once ask me, what are you learning about right now? And it blew my mind when he asked me that it was the most random time for him to ask me. And I was just like, Whoa, dude, you just like kicked the legs out from under me. Cause I, I was like, what am I learning about right now?
1: Yeah. I'd probably ask that to one of my closer friends.
0: I I I take that to my acquaintances. I know you. I'm like, hey, what was your name again? (laughs) (laughs) What are you learning about? Okay, right now, learning about the exit. That's what I'd be learning about how to get out of this conversation if I ran into myself. (laughs)
1: What are you excited about?
0: We're going to get to those questions. Harvard had a list of questions. I'd like to punch those guys in the face. Okay,
1: here's another one for a close friend. Maybe uh, do you have any plans to travel this year? Where's someone you? Where's somewhere you wanted to go that you've never been able to go?
0: That's a good question.
1: Um but if you have so you're super close friends, I think that's where you get into like maybe even like more spiritual sharing like how can I pray for you? What's been challenging you lately? Uh, do you have any dreams or goals you're working on this year? Yeah. Anything you'd well you would have asked these questions I, I, to I'm already, the mailman.
0: Yeah, right. I'm just like do you remember my address? <laughs>
1: trash guys picking up your trash what are your dreams for this next year you guys
0: got bigger plans the more trash coming your way or what what are we doing here guys you never know i i don't mind it if somebody is willing to i so yeah
1: i think there's a level of gentleness there i should be aware
0: can i say this and you can be honest in front of everybody i believe i am pretty stellar at reading a room Uh, yes, I think sometimes. that I am. I think that I can like, I can navigate if I'm.
1: Here's what I will say. About sometimes
0: you. I've noticed, all right, I felt I'm slipping off the cliff and I'll backtrack.
1: Yes. Here's what I'll say. You're not always the best at reading the room.
0: Okay. But. Well, it's the opposite what what I just, okay, go ahead.
1: It is the opposite of what you just said. Go ahead. But you are decent at smoothing it over, at making things okay. Also at saying like. You're, you're okay with the fact that if you went too far, you went too deep, like saying like, okay guys, I didn't.
0: <laughs> Let's back out, everybody, yeah, you're, we're coming yeah. up for air.
1: So I feel like it's, I feel like you have a certain level of like.
0: Schmoozery.
1: Schmoozery and also the ability to be humble and be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have gone there. Well, thank you. Humility, I'm <laughs> conversation.
0: All right, so try to make a conversation this week, you guys, read the room, man
1: today we've talked about being good listeners and making conversation uh we want to truly take an interest in people um because we want to love each other better form genuine connections and be able to have a community of people around us who know us and who we know them yeah and then it also may open opportunities to share about jesus with people in our lives
0: and speaking about that i want to leave you guys with this which is colossians chapter 4 verse 5 and 6. live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity let your conversations be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone
1: yes all right have a great day guys our purpose is to encourage you to be present and intentional with your faith every single day and today we're doing that by talking about talking
0: we are and i i think i cut you off on that one part (laughs) i forgive you man i was just excited (laughs) I'm working on that. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Between Sundays podcast. If you have questions or want to connect further, visit the podcast page at myhopefm.net. And remember, your life is lived every day. And what happens between Sundays matters.